Welcome to Health Business Mastery, the Creative Thirst Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Hewitt. The information in this episode is for informational purposes only. It is not for the use of providing legal advice. You should always contact an attorney who specializes in dietary supplement law to get advice with respect to any particular issue or problem. Now that we got the legal stuff out of the way, I wanted to take this episode to talk about some of the things that you are allowed to say and some of the things that you are not allowed to say when it comes to dietary supplement claims and copy on selling dietary supplements. Navigating all the gotchas out there when it comes to selling dietary supplements online is like walking through a minefield with tap shoes on. You make one wrong move and you could blow yourself up. Because of this, many of our health clients take a more conservative stance and are extra cautious, and I can't really blame them. You don't want to grow your revenue at an all-time high, only to be shut down by the FDA. We hear so many stories which could have been easily avoided and still crushed it in terms of sales and growth. To approach marketing dietary supplements responsibly, you need to know what you can say and how you need to say it. Marketing dietary supplements within the legal limits of what's allowed certainly feels like you're being handcuffed, especially to a direct response copywriter. But that does not mean that you can't make improvements with A-B testing and conversion rate optimization, and it does not mean that you can't sell effectively. It all comes down to knowing what claims you can make in your marketing and what you can't. The law does, in fact, limit the claims that can be made on supplement labels and on the internet. So let's dive in. What is a claim? The FDA has traditionally used the term claim to refer to any statement made by a manufacturer or marketer that recommends or suggests a particular product. The strict definition of a claim is something that is stated or implied as being true typically without providing evidence or proof. In many industries, a claim without proof can cost you a sale. In the dietary supplement industry, a claim without proof can cost you your business. But it's not as simple as having proof or not having proof. Nothing is simple when the Food and Drug Administration is involved. Let's start with the fundamental understanding of how the FDA classifies claims into different categories. Then, we'll explore what they consider an approved claim for use and what's allowed. So, we're going to first take a look at three different types of health claims. The FDA health claims fall into these three categories. The first is general health claims. The second is nutrient claims. And the third are functional claims. General claims are the ones that describe how a dietary supplement or specific ingredient reduces risk of a disease or health-related condition. Notice it did not say how a dietary supplement cures a disease or health-related condition. The word cure is a strict violation in the terms of the FDA rules. Also notice how it did state a disease or health-related condition. If your claim is outside of that area, you're not violating the rules. Meaning, if the health situation is not classified as a disease or health condition, 
it does not fall within the general health claim. It is important to also note that the FDA has also approved a disease reduction or prevention claim as a health claim. Meaning, if it is a claim for a health product that can be used to reduce or prevent a disease or a health-related condition, it falls under the general health claim. Being a general health claim does not mean you can't make it. It's just one of the three types of claims. We'll get into what type of claims you can make a bit later. But first, let's unpack a general health claim on the component level to examine this particular type of claim even further. The first component is a food or dietary ingredient. The second component of an FDA-approved health claim is all about a disease or health-related condition. If your health claim does not have either one of these two components, it does not meet the regulatory definition of a health claim. So, to make matters more complex, as the FDA loves to do, there are five different types of an acceptable FDA health claim. Let's cover them briefly. Approved claims, number one, which are claims that are blessed by the FDA. I use blessed in quotation marks. After they review the scientific evidence. So basically, you submit the claim to FDA and they uh, grant the green light or not. You may have heard that you cannot make any claims for dietary supplements whatsoever. That's only half the truth. There are many claims that you cannot make, and lots of health marketers get into trouble by making improper claims for dietary supplements. But there are two exceptions of drug claims that you can make and I'd like to cover those two today. The first is a disease claim. A disease claim can be used if the condition of the claim is classified as a disease and if it is the subject of an authorized health claim. Which basically means that the FDA has a list of what is authorized or what you can use. If your disease claim does not satisfy both of those conditions, then they will be subject to regulation as a drug, which is actually a whole nother ball of wax when you get into the area of is it considered a drug or not considered a drug. Oftentimes it has to, a supplement has to have a certain amount of a particular ingredient to be classified as a drug, and if it has under that amount, then it is not considered a drug in the FDA standards. The bottom line is, don't use claims that mention or imply either the words or the implication of curing, preventing, or treating anything that is classified as a disease. And the important part to note here is the anything classified as a disease part. There are many, many things that are classified as a disease that you may or may not even be aware of or realize that they are considered a disease. Claims that fall into any of the above conditions, curing, preventing, or treating anything classified to be a disease, are known as a drug claim. 
the way to market your dietary supplement claim uh, the safe way and to be FDA compliant is to focus your claims on maintaining optimal health. So this means the claim is more about helping the body. You're helping the body's systems. You're helping the structures within the body. You're helping uh, the functions that the body does. Uh, You're doing more of helping the body than actually uh, preventing or treating. Ideally, you should stick to making statements of this general well-being if you want to stay clear of uh, the FDA. Here are some examples of statements of general well-being that you can model. The first is, I feel better than I ever have in my life. So it didn't really make any particular claim there other than uh, I feel better. So what is a feeling? A feeling is very subjective. And that type of claim uh, is a perfect type of claim to use in a testimonial. You also want to have a disclaimer in your testimonials that states that these conditions and these results are not uh, common in everyone. One thing you cannot do is tie a statement of general well-being to a disease. Anything that's connected to a disease or mention of a disease or even using the disease uh, word uh, is a no-no. So, for example, the claim promotes general well-being during the cold and flu season. That's a drug claim because the flu is an infectious disease caused by the influenza flu virus. So anything that is classified as a disease is a dangerous territory. And a disease is defined as uh, damage to an organ, part, structure, or system of the body that it causes it not to function properly. So cardiovascular disease or uh, a state of health leading to such a dysfunction, for example, like hypertension, uh, high blood pressure, uh, except diseases resulting from essential nutrient deficiencies, which are not included in this definition. So if it is a disease that is a result of a nutrient deficiency, then it's kind of in that gray area. The FDA will also consider the context in which the disease is presented, which is where that gray area comes from. To reduce your risk and survive in this industry, just basically stay away from drug claims and stay on the side of the dietary supplement allowable claims produced by the FDA. So you may be making a drug claim if you're stating that your product has an effect on a specific disease or class of diseases. So if you say your product lowers blood pressure, you're making a a claim. You're making a, a drug claim. If you say your product has an effect on the characteristic signs or symptoms of a specific disease or class of diseases, then you're making a drug claim. So even the symptoms of the disease are considered a drug claim. Also, if you are saying your product has an effect on an abnormal condition associated with a natural state or process, so basically if the abnormal condition is uncommon or can cause significant or permanent harm, you are making a drug claim. 
Now, the other type of claim is one that we touched on a little bit, is called a benefit claim. The second claim, this benefit claim, is one that describes the benefit from a particular dietary ingredient or uh, something in the supplement that someone may feel um, because they perhaps are nutrient deficient in. For example, vitamin C and scurvy, like all pirates know, are... If you have scurvy, you take vitamin C, and it, you know, basically heals scurvy. You can't say it heals scurvy, but you can say how much better you feel after taking it. For example, now that I took vitamin C, after I had scurvy, I have more energy and I can play a full round of golf again. That would be an example of a benefit claim. Now, there is another type of claim that is called a structure function claim. And these types of claims are not subject to, to FDA review or authorization uh, at all. They must be substantiated. They must be truthful and not misleading. They also uh, must include a mandatory disclaimer statement. So something like individual results and experiences may vary. Here's how the Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act defines a structure function claim. It is one that satisfies these two characteristics. One, it describes the role of a nutrient or dietary ingredient intended to affect the structure or functions in the human body. Or, it characterizes the documented mechanism by which a nutrient or dietary ingredient acts to maintain such structure or function in the human body. So basically, a function claim is a claim that states the role or importance of a specific ingredient in maintaining normal healthy functions in the body. So as long as it is doing that, it is allowed and it can be made under the classification of function claims. Those particular types of function claims often describe how a process in the body works or how a particular uh, ingredient creates a condition inside the body or facilitates the natural condition of the body. Bottom line is, all this stuff is really hard. Sometimes, marketing health supplements can feel like you're wearing handcuffs inside of a straitjacket while dangling over a cliff by a thread. One false move, down you go. Which is why it's not only a tricky marketing problem, but it's also a very unique one. This does not mean that there is no room for creativity. But the last thing a growing health supplement company wants to do is be shut down which is why it's so important to market a dietary supplement within the rules of allowable claims, not only for staying in business, but also for marketplace trusts. There's so much misinformation out there that customers don't know what or who to believe anymore, which is why trust is such an important part of our growth model for optimizing health companies. So to summarize, you cannot make any claims about curing preventing, treating, or mitigating any disease. As a rule of thumb, just remember that 
Drug claims and dietary supplement claims are at opposite ends of the spectrum. Drug claims can easily trip you up, so avoid them at all costs. Dietary health supplement claims are about maintaining optimal health. You also want to be careful of the words you use. For example, if your health supplement product does uh, treat, and put treat in quote, a disease like um, high blood pressure, you want to use sort of softer words. For example, erratic blood pressure. If your supplement treats a disease like arthritis, you want to use words like joint ache. You want to soften it, basically, as a general rule of thumb. As always, you want to get your copy reviewed by legal counsel, and you want to make sure that anything that you say in your sales copy is defensible uh, in a court of law. So I hope this information was helpful to you. Um, I hope it wasn't too confusing because this is a very confusing topic and some of the language that uh, is used to describe these terms by the FDA is, uh, in my opinion, uh, intentionally confusing. But that's where the lawyers come in, right? That's where lawyers come in to decide uh, what really crosses the line and the intent in which it was used. And that's where things get messy and tricky and expensive in lawyer fees and fighting the FDA and being shut down, etc. I'd like to end this episode with some more concrete, actionable information. So I'm going to talk about how to make a structure function claim the legal way. As you now know, a structure function claim is one that describes the role of a nutrient or dietary ingredient intended to affect normal structure or functions in the human body. It's also one that characterizes the means by which a nutrient or dietary ingredient acts to maintain such normal structure or function. Or it describes the general well-being of the body. There are three ways to properly make a structure function claim. And let's talk about all three. So the first one is to avoid the giant leap pitfall. So what I mean by giant leap is going from one aspect of a dietary supplement, for example, a particular ingredient, to the end result of what it does. That is a giant leap. With that leap, you're leaving out all the steps in between. And the FDA sees this as a big no-no. It's basically akin to making a drug disease claim. Instead, you want to build a bridge and go from one step to another step. So an example of that would be step one. Uh, This dietary supplement has the following patented blend of amino acids. From that, you go to step two and explain what an amino acid is. Then to step three, where you explain what amino acids do. And finally, to step four, where you explain what happens, what the result is on a cellular or molecular level 
because of that amino acid. Step five, explain the negative side of things. So potentially from a lack of amino acids or a deficiency in some nutrient, for example, to step six, where you lead the prospect over the bridge and you let her draw her own conclusions. Basically, oh, this supplement helps do this because you've already gone through the steps leading them there of what this is, how it functioned in the body, and how the body may potentially be uh, deficient, or if you have a lack of this thing, here's what happens. There may even be more steps between steps four and six. It really all depends on what your particular dietary supplement does. Going from one step to another, though, is the key here. So you want to lead them. Don't jump to the next end result and thus make a claim. Let the prospect jump to that last conclusion, that last step, which leads them to buy on their own. The second way to properly make a structure function claim is to focus. Focus on the mode or the mechanism of action. A mode of action describes a change at the cellular level. You can do this one in two ways. One is to focus on the ingredients, and the other is to focus on the cells. So on the ingredient side, just say what the ingredient is and back them up with research. On the cellular side, uh, this is done by focusing on the molecular level, right? So what changes happen in the body? Just don't make any claims about the effect of action of the dietary supplement, ingredients, or cells on any disease. The third way is setting the stage. So basically you group your content into three separate acts. Uh, So the first act is setting the stage. This basically sets up the story. It answers the following question. What causes that particular health condition? Like how this condition really comes about in the body from a scientific point of view. What are the effects of it? And what does it mean if it goes untreated? This is the intensification of the problem from a direct response copy point of view. For Act 2, you want to star the product. So the second act discusses the product and its ingredients. It answers the following question. What ingredients are in your dietary supplement? This is where you list out each one and describe what each one is for, backed up with proof and scientific studies. It also answers the question, what do the ingredients do again, on a cellular or molecular level, to maintain optimal health. So maintaining optimal health is the key here. That's the way to stay away from making a claim. And finally, it answers how do the ingredients do what they do, again, on a cellular or molecular level. That's the key, specifically to help maintain optimal health. Finally, Act 3 is the bridge. In the third act, you allow the reader to make the leap and come to the conclusion on their own, like we talked about in the second method. You want to lead them to the thought 
by making a particular cell structure or function of your body work this particular way, they're maintaining a healthy state. It is also wise to point out that an optimal state of health is mutually exclusive with that of a disease or abnormal state of health. You're basically reinforcing that your claims are not about curing, treating, or preventing a disease. Diseases and abnormal states of health are the complete opposite of optimal state of health. That's how you use a structure function claim properly and legally without making a drug claim. Making powerful claims and being on the good side of the law all comes down to two things. First, not making any form of drug claims whatsoever. Second, only making structure function claims in your marketing. Again, a structure function claim is one that describes the role of a nutrient or dietary ingredient intended to affect normal structure or function of the body. It characterizes how a nutrient or dietary ingredient acts to maintain such normal structure or function or describes general well-being. So in summary, just remember to stay away from saying or or implying that your dietary supplement is treating, curing, or preventing conditions or diseases. Creative Thirst is a direct response digital agency focusing on conversion rate optimization and A-B testing. We work with dietary supplement companies who are struggling to maximize the profitability of their funnels so they can scale. Through the last seven years in the online health space, we've optimized many dietary supplement businesses. And in that time, we've uncovered the three critical funnels for success. We put together that information in a free digital download called The Three Funnels Every Health Supplement Business Needs to Build a Multi-Million Dollar Empire. You can get that free report by going to creativethirst.com. Scroll down to the appropriate section and click on the blue Get Your Ebook button.